Parashas Vayetze. Just want to mention, if I can, at this stage, just for people, uh, especially those that are listening, that the the Shurim, the Shurim, and many others are available on. Um, not that many people understand exactly what I'm going to say right now, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's available as a podcast on various music applications, Spotify. I think it's Apple Music, I Google Music, iTunes. Whatever, and very. Uh, they told me that whoever knows what I'm talking about will understand where to find the shurim. So just to mention, if anybody wants these and more, they are available as a podcast. Baruch Hashem. Um, so enjoy. Okay, so parshas vayetzei. Kevaldi Yisrael. This week's parsha beizah Hashem is Baruch. We have the lashon of the pasuk in Perek Choftes Pasuk Lamed Hey, where we know that Leir is having child after child. The Taroid. And she conceives again, Ben, she has a son. And she says, and it's a very important lesson to what she exactly is saying and how the Torah describes her description of what it means to, to thank the Rabbi Shalom for having this baby. I'm going to praise the Rabbi Shalom. And she stopped giving birth. Very, very interesting. We know that she said various different variations of thank you at different times. But over here specifically, she says, and again the Lashon is, as the Torah tells us, Hapam, this time, this time, Yilove ish, um, Hapam, Oida es Hashem, I will thank Hashem, Alkein Karashma Yehuda, that's why she called his name Yehuda. There's a very famous, but yet puzzling Gemara in Brachas. That brings down this pasuk. Zayin number base, top of the daf, almost. Vaomar. Oh, Omer Yehuda Mishun Mishimin Ben Yechai, Miyoyim Shebara Hakadosh Baruch Hu Esaylamoi. Unbelievable statement. This from the day that the Rebbeim Yisraelim created the world, Loyahoya Adam, there was never a person. That was moida, that was gave hoidor, expressed thank you to the rabbi Yisraelim. Add this pasuk. Unbelievable! It's a famous gemara. Everyone knows the gemara, but it's a puzzling gemara. Here, Chazal are telling us clearly, in such a clear manner. Not the pshat leah kvaldik bar Hashem. You're thanking the rabbi Nishlanim again and again. Isn't that a beautiful thing? You're having another child. Thank you to Hashem. That's wonderful. No, no, no. Say Chazal, there was never a human being to thank the rabbi Nishlanim until this pasuk in this week's parsha. What does that mean? Adomarishan, Noach, Ish Tzadik, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. But nobody thanked Hashem until now. What is that? What's Pshat and Chazal? And there are many, many answers to this Pshat, to this Chazal. But I want to speak of one particular Nakuda, which I do believe requires Chizik in our own lives, torment all the time, and can very much change the way that we react, not only Ben Odom Lechaveru, but more importantly Ben Odom Lemokim as well. And Rav Schwab Zatzal writes in the Sefer, and he says, obviously Chazal are referring to a very unique type of gratitude that was never expressed before until this moment. 
And we have to learn the sugya to understand what exactly does that mean. What expression of thank you did Leah give right now that Chazal tells us so clearly was never in the history of the world's creation ever expressed until this moment in this possible. Says Reb Schwab, that's all like this. He explains, if you go through the other psukim, and you should, look at the other psukim in the Torah, in this week's parasha, in how exactly Leah gave the names to her children and how she thanked Hashem for those children. So, for example, the first one, if you look again, Perich of Tes, Posig that tells us the Lashon of the Posig is, Ki Ata Yehovani Ishi. Oh, now my husband will love me. All of a sudden, she davens, she all of a sudden she wants Yaakov to love her. Now I have this child, now he's going to love me. Look at the other example in Posig Lamad Dalit. Hapam. Now my husband will become attached to me. Says Oshwab Zasal, an unbelievable insight. The Loshan of the Pesukim are telling us that every time Leah thanked the Rabbani Shalom and called her, called her son a different name and she attached it to a davening for the future. She attached it with, I'm saying thank you because now this is going to happen. Whereas this thank you that we just mentioned now, Hapam Oides Hashem is totally different. Says Rav Shwab Zatzal, an insight into what it means to say thank you, the insight into the meaning of Hakore Satoif. Says Rav Shwab Zatzal, most times when we say thank you, and possibly this is Pshat and Chazal, that when up until this stage, when anyone said thank you, it was because of what's going to be in the future. What's going to happen? What's the outcome? What am I going to gain from saying thank you? And he says, in human psychology, that's many the reason why we say thank you. Of course we're polite. But why do we say thank you? Because we're hoping that we're getting it again. You know, if you give me something, you give me a piece of cake and I say thank you, so I'm assuming, I said thank you, I offered my course, you'll do it again. Says the Schwab's that so all of a sudden, she was thanking the Rabbani Shalom for giving it children, but it was based on getting something. How many times do we do the same thing? We have a Koresatoiv, we thank the Rabbi Yisrael Mavada, but it's because we want more and we want it to be repeated. But it didn't work. In this case, it didn't work. The Rabbi Yisrael did not listen to her and she found that her husband was still looking and always loving more and more Rachel. And here's Leah wanting and assuming that the more children she has, the closer she'll get to her husband as his Loshan of the Torah, but it wasn't working. So you know what she did? This time, she said something's different. Hapam. This time, you know what I'm going to do? No strings attached. That's it. I'm going to simply thank the Rabbi Shalom because of what he gave me. No future, no maybe, no repetition because Hashem gave me. Period. Full stop. End. And then, that's what Chazal means. Chazal understood that this type of Haidah is the highest madrega of Haidah. It's the highest madrega that Chazal tells us, never happened before. Because everybody, when they said thank you, it was attached to some strings, some attachments, some maybe I'll get something more, maybe I'll get it again. Over here, Hapam, this time, no. It's only going to be because HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave it to me. And I want to speak for a moment about the Indian of Akkoris Hatoif, which is such an important middah. 
it's not only a midah bin odom le mokim, which of course the Rabbi Nishlalim wants us to express, not that he needs it, but for us to express our chorus hatoyv to him. But ben odom le chaveiroi, the inyan of our chorus hatoyv, ben odom le chaveiroi, how much do we have to work on this? The understanding of thanking those that do things for us. You know, you go somewhere for Shabbos. You know, it's, it's hard to imagine. But somebody had to go shopping and schlep the bag. It's not like, you know, in Chutzlar, it's a couple of buttons you press, it gets delivered to the front door, you know, or even more than that, they bring it in maybe. I'm sure they've got an app that does that nowadays. In Eretz Yisrael, it's not that way. You have to schlep the bag, somebody has to buy the, you know, and it's not on a Friday morning. It's often on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Somebody has to go shopping, somebody had to cook it, Somebody had to set the table. Somebody has to clean up afterwards, take the garbage out. There's a lot that goes on. And sometimes we, we kind of forget to think about it. And it doesn't enter our minds that, of course, we say thank you. We say thank you, right? Thank you very much. What does that thank you mean? Is that thank you based on anything? And like the Chinuch says so many times, by various mitzvahs, the, way, the only way that a person can come to true avoid us Hashem Sometimes it's by working on Ben Adam which leads himself to Ben Adam He talks about it by Kibbut Avayim, for example. Rabbi Yoyna writes in Perkiyavus and Perik Aleph, Mishnah Gimel, Al Tu Kavodim, Kibbutzamshen Esarav, I'm announced the Kabbal Pras. Rabbi Yoyna has got a whole shtickle to you. Look it up; it's beautiful. Says Rabbi Yoyna, the ultimate Hakoris Hatoiv is Avodas Hashem. That is Avodas Hashem. The real way to serve the Rabbi Shalom is not because I'm going to get something from Hashem and there's going to be a reward. No. It's be- simply because of two things, he says. Number one, how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me. And number two, just because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's it. That's, that's the only reason. And that's the only, the only way we can get there is by thinking about various situations and different things that we have in our own lives. The the Torah the, the discussed this as well. Uh, how a person has to have a chorus that and understand and think. Chavis speaks about this by Riches and Akdomer as well. How many people think about all the things that they have? You don't appreciate something if you don't think about it. I'll bring you another riot. Avram Avinu. We all know by Avram Avinu. What happened to Avram Avinu? He went down to Mitzrayim. There was a famine in Canaan, couldn't eat anything. And the Torah says that when he returned to Canaan, he went to the very same hotels that he stayed in on the way there. What's the reason? Because the service was good. The shmat, the showers had hot water. They gave little soaps over there that I could take with me. So he went back to get a few more. It was a great Airbnb. It was beautiful. I'm going to go back again, recommend it to others as well. It was great. Says Chazal, Rashi brings two parushim. It's medrash, or medrashim. That Rashi says one is because he lent money, he owed people money, that's why he went back to the same place to pay back. And the other reason simply was, was because of Hakoras Hatoy. I stayed by you, I have Hakoras Hatoy to you. That's, a, that's an unbelievable thing. How many times, how many stories have we heard of Gedolim that went out of their way for people's chasnas, bar mitzvahs, who knows what? Why? Because of a small act of Hakoras Hatoy that someone once did for me but I remember it 25 years later. You helped me? I'm going to do Avakar Zatoyv to you. It's such a tremendous midah. It's a midah that can change our lives and our relationship and other... You know how much you can change your marriage? Do you know what it, you know what it means to have a marriage based on Avakar Zatoyv? They were just discussing this now in a good convention in America. 
And there's some of the Gedolim in America were saying that this is one of the problems that so many marriages are going through is because people are busy with themselves. They're not looking at Yenem. What can I do for him? How can I help him? The mid of Akoris HaToyv, Rabbi say, if you put this inside you, can change your entire marriage. Can change how you have a relationship with your parents, with your kids, with anything. Because Akoris HaToyv, as Rabbi Yoni tells us, is the basis of Avodah Hashem. And I want to bring you another raya as well. We know that Alpi Alocha, a ger, Shinizgai, a person becomes a convert, He's allowed to marry whoever he wants. No problem, he's a yid. He's a yid. He is allowed to marry whoever he wants. Once he becomes a yid, fully-fledged, regular Jew, he can now marry whoever he wants. However, there are exceptions. Someone that comes from Maya, for example, right, the Torah tells us, right, these are a nation that attacked Klal Yisrael. They tortured us when we left Mitzrayim. So as a result, there are certain, you know, restrictions to a, uh, someone like that who wants to come and marry Klal Yisrael. It's not bullshit. Another example is someone that comes from Mitzrayim. Someone that comes from Egypt. Because of what they did to us. Right, all the years, the 210 years of slavery and everything they put us through. It's not so partial. But there's a difference. There's a difference is, is that by the Mitzrim, a Mitzri, an Egyptian, that converts, hasn't got such a harsh penalty as someone that comes from Moab. Isn't that amazing? Moab attacked us once. Just once. Egyptians took us for 210 years and they just gave us everything the worst possible treatment they did everything bad to us but yet they're penalized worse less than, than, than a moyot what's pshat? the answer is very simple as I'll tell us because we have a koresatayv yes they hurt us yes they put us into serious slavery but did you stay there? yeah oh you owe them something you, you, you know you hear this from people sometimes uh, him I owe him nothing this is what he did to me. One second, one second, take a step back. But he also did other things to you that are good. No, no, I only concentrate on the bad that he did. Chazal tell us, forget. Concentrate on the good. You owe someone a you because of what he did. And I want to speak about this for a few moments and how the Rebbe gives us everything that we can have a Korosatoyev to him. The Baba Vareba, Kedushas Tzian, has an amazing pshat. In a posuk, my Rabbu Masecho Hashem Kulam Bechachma Sisa. All the wonderful creations that Rabbi Shem created were all done Bechachma. Says the Bab of the Rebbe in Kedusha Sim. What is the pshat in this posuk? What does it mean? See, he brings a Mordechai Ma'isa. He brings a Ma'isa that the Ktsois met the Yeshuas Yaakov. Yeah, those are familiar with the Svarim we have on the shelves. Ktsois Yeshuas Yaakov. They met each other, and the Yeshuas Yaakov came to complain to the Ktsois, and he said, "I don't understand. Chutzpah. How is it that your Svarim?" are so mukubal, they're so accepted universally. All the Gedalim are learning your Svarim. Everyone's looking at every word of being medayik in the Lashnak Tzois. Me, he says, are you sure it's Yaakov? I know people learn it, but it's not like Lashnak Tzois. What's the Pshat? So the Tzois, obviously, Ba'anova, he answered the question reluctantly and he said, I'll tell you why. My Mahalach of writing, and if you look at the Tzois, it's, it's Noira. He said, my Mahalach of writing is I used to write and write and write and write. The next day, I would erase every paragraph that I didn't feel was perfection, and I would only leave the paragraphs that were absolutely amazing. He said, you, you just keep writing, keep writing, you don't erase anything. Everything, you've got so much over there, it's so concentrated, it's, it's just so much, nobody can pinpoint the good paragraphs, and therefore, that's the reason. Not because you're not writing good, you're writing amazing, it's just too much. Said the Bob of a Rebbe, Pshat in his posse, my Rebbe, Masech HaShem, 
The Rabbi Shalom has created infinite creation. There's so much. Kulam b'chokhmah asisa. It was all created with such chokhmah, with such understanding, with such das, that we recognize, hopefully, the beauty of everything that the Rabbi Shalom gave us. And I want to give you two examples. I was thinking about which type. It's hard to come, you know, there's, there's so much. But I'll give two small examples about our brains. I don't know how many people think about the daily, you know, in their daily life, their routine, about their brains. I want to give you just two examples. You know, years and years of research was done about the brain. Years. However much research was done, we know so little about this storehouse of information that we have within our heads. We know so little about it. But one thing, you know, we know a few things. I want to, tell, I want to share with you two things. There are studies that shown that a brain contains approximately 100 billion neurons. 100 billion. That basically means, by the way, if you would start counting one per second, which is a pretty standard amount of counting, it would take you... Hello? 3,200 years to get to the amount of neurons you have in your brain. Okay? That's how long it would take. If one... Just one out of 100 billion is missing from your brain. One neuron is missing from your brain. It totally affects your, your capability, your intelligence, and everything is affected by that. One, just, just one. Isn't that unbelievable? Isn't that something to think about? You know, there, there are more connections in the human brain than telephone lines in New York City. You know what that means? You know, the way the Rabbanisham created our bodies, is, it's, it's incredible. Another example. A baby is born... With a fully operational brain, the brain works. The skull, as we know, is not fully connected. That's the reason for the expansion of the brain, which happens, you know, happens by the, at least at 12. You know, by the time a boy gets 12, he's already, his brain is already expanded, and therefore, you know, it connects the skull. What takes nine months to create this brain? And it is. It takes nine months to create this brain. What is it? You know what studies tell us? It's unbelievable. It's just looking into the Rabunisham's creation. 250,000 nerve cells are created per minute during the nine months of a baby's time in its mother's womb. 250,000 nerve cells per minute! You know what's going on? We don't understand. You know, Bill Gates earns $23,148 per minute. That's nothing! Compared to what the Rabbani Shalom creates a child, what's going on in... It's unvanaya. Do we appreciate it? Do we understand it? You know, there's a very choshva lady who lives just down the street. Rebetzin Tami Carmel. And recently, she has ALS. Those of us that joined us in the Kumsitz there at the beginning of the year, it was a tremendously uplifting opportunity, which Be'ezah Hashem will get the opportunity to do again. But recently... Last Friday Friday night, my wife was there. Her pupils started to stop working. Now, that's her only form of communication. She can't communicate to her children or anyone else. She writes shiurim every week. She comes out with a shiur on the parasha. She showed us one while we were there as well. It takes a long time, hours and hours, for her to come up with a three-minute shiur. Serious nefesh is amazing. And her pupils are starting to lose uh, function, and they, she can't communicate properly with the, you know, the ABC chart that, she, that we saw. And she, she was able to communicate the message to her children 
And he said, even though I'm losing the last possible form of communication that I can communicate with you, don't think for one moment that I am not thanking Hashem in the way that I can. You know, you know what that means? You know, we should never know. We should never know. But just, just, just take it as a lesson. It's down the road. This is, this is a woman that's gone through it's unbelievable. But she's thanking Hashem. Because she realizes what she has. And that's something we don't realize. And I was in a taxi once on the way back from the airport after one of my trips in America. And the taxi drivers, you know, once you get them started, off they go. It's Kavaldik, Mamish. Baruch Hashem, you can learn a lot of things on these taxi drivers. And this guy says to me like this, he says, you know, Parnassus is difficult, his wife is an accountant, she works from home, and the computer is starting to die. They don't have money to replace it, it's difficult. And his wife said, oh, she started complaining, getting upset, what's going to do, the computer's not working, what's going to be? And he said to her, that's what he was telling me, he said, you know, Baruch Hashem, we're healthy, our children are healthy, you know, we have a shelter, we have a house, we have somewhere to live. No, so our computer has cancer. But Baruch Hashem, we're healthy. That's the way he looked at life. He understood what we have. He understood the gifts that we have. But let me just end with one last story that we actually mentioned. We're going through Shvanesa. We just finished, just finished now the Bracha of Moedim. And we mentioned this story, and I want to mention it again because when I heard it, my wife told it to me. She read it somewhere, I don't remember where. And she told it to me. It was such a powerful story. The story goes that there was a couple that uh, experienced many, many years without children, which we can understand is a very, very hard Nisoyen, especially living in areas where there are populated children everywhere. It's, it's, it's very hard. And they tried everything. This skula, this kava, this sadik, this brocha. They tried everything. It, it didn't go. It didn't go. So somebody told him to go up to some rav, who's not a miracle worker, but he's a chashavid, very chashavid. And he went there, and, he sat, and they sat down, and they explained the whole situation, and he said... I have an idea. Then he said, no, no, forget it. You know what, forget it. I said, well, what, what, you can't do that, right? That's the rule, right? Once you say you're going to do it, you, you, can't, you can't just stop. No, it's not a game. You're not going to do it. No, 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 we'll do any, trust me. We'll do any, we're at the stage, we'll do anything. Forget it. Forget it. It's not going to happen. Please. They said, just, just say it. Okay, no problem. I'll say it, but I only want to, I want to promise from you that you're going to do it. They're like, we'll do anything. Whatever it is, we'll do it. I don't care how embarrassing, how what expensive, we'll do whatever we need. If this is what's going to bring us our child, we're, we're, we're interested. She said, okay, go back home and thank the Rabbi Shalom for not having a child. Excuse me? Yeah, that's what I want you to do. They couldn't understand it, right? Until now they're crying, they're right to have a child, now they're thanking her. They went back and they started renewing tefillah and thanking the Rabbi Shalom that you have not given me a child. Within a year they had a child. When a person has hakor satoiv, when a person understands what the Rabbi Shalom gives us, when a person understands what people give us, then Odom and both of them are totally renewed. And if we do that, that's the message that Leah is telling us. This time no strings attached. I'm going to thank the Rabbi Shalom because he gave me something. It's an idea for ourselves in our own personal lives to thank those that give us things even without expecting more. And it's also been Odum Lamokim to thank the Rabbi Nishanam for giving us everything that he gave us. Which go ahead,